For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Afghanistan. He's meeting with the country's leaders a day after President Biden announced he will withdraw the remaining 2,500 U.S. troops from the country by September 11th. We cannot continue the cycle of extending or expanding our military presence in Afghanistan, hoping to create ideal conditions for the withdrawal and expecting a different result. I'm now the fourth United States president to preside over American troop presence in Afghanistan. Two Republicans, two Democrats. I will not pass this responsibility onto a fifth. NATO immediately followed suit, saying its roughly 7,000 forces in Afghanistan would also be departing within a few months. The withdrawal of U.S. troops does not mean an end to U.S.-backed forces. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said even after the pullout, the U.S. military will keep counterterrorism capabilities in the region to keep pressure on what he termed extremist groups operating within Afghanistan. Austin declined to say where those forces would be positioned or how many there would be. The White House is announcing the expulsion of 10 Russian diplomats and announcing a new round of sanctions against Russia. The moves are in response to Russian alleged interference in last year's presidential election, as well as the hacking last year of federal government agencies. The U.S. for the first time explicitly linked that intrusion to a Russian intelligence service. The sanctions are the first retaliatory action announced against the Kremlin for the hack, which is known as the SolarWinds breach. Russia swiftly denounced the U.S. actions and warned of retaliation. Former Brooklyn Center, Minnesota police officer Kim Potter faces her first court appearance for the fatal shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright. Potter, who quit her job on the Brooklyn Center Force two days after killing Wright, is expected to appear via Zoom this afternoon. A county prosecutor charged her yesterday with second-degree manslaughter. She was arrested and later freed after posting $100,000 bond. The police chief also resigned after saying the fatal shooting appeared to be a case of Potter confusing her taser and her handgun. Many protesters and Wright's family members have rejected that, saying either they don't believe it or that the incident reflects bias in policing, with Wright's stop for an expired car registration and ending up dead. The Reverend Al Sharpton is among them. When you look at the fact that you're dealing with a 26-year veteran, if she didn't know in 26 years the difference in size and weight of a gun as opposed to a taser, then how was she a veteran in policing? How was she even on the force that long? Hundreds of protesters braved the snow and rain to head back to the streets for a fourth night to protest Wright's killing. The defense could rest its case today in the murder and manslaughter trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. A forensic pathologist testifying for the defense contradicted prosecution experts who said George Floyd died from a lack of oxygen because Chauvin knelt on his neck for nine and a half minutes. Defense witness Dr. David Fowler, the former chief medical examiner for the state of Maryland, testified Floyd died from sudden cardiac arrest as a result of his heart disease, the fentanyl and methamphetamine in his system, and potential carbon monoxide poisoning from exposure to vehicle exhaust. Fowler testified he would classify the manner of death as undetermined 
rather than homicide, as the county's chief medical examiner ruled. Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell launched an aggressive cross-examination, attacking Fowler's findings, including the testimony about potential carbon monoxide poisoning. Did you see any air monitoring data that actually would give you any information as to what amount of carbon monoxide, if any, would have been in Mr. Floyd's breathing zone? No, because it was not tested. It was a yes or no question. You haven't seen any, have you? I have not seen any data. Under cross-examination, Feller also agreed that Floyd should have been given immediate attention when he went into cardiac arrest because there was still a chance to save him at that point. A group of federal lawmakers plans to announce legislation today to expand the U.S. Supreme Court by four justices. Senator Ed Markey is among them. He tweeted last night, quote, who agrees we should expand the Supreme Court? Other lawmakers involved in the effort include House Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler. Progressive activists have urged an expanded court. They will be joining lawmakers. A few days ago, President Biden ordered a study of adding seats to the Supreme Court. He created a commission that will spend the next 180 days examining the issues of expanding the court and instituting term limits for its justices. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.